Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, and I talk all about AEW Dynamite from last night. And we have new tag team champions. That's right. The Guns beat the acclaim. How did it happen? What did you think? We'll talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, we'll talk about MJF and his promo from last night and how it's geared perfectly towards the AEW audience. Also, I really believe that Tony Storm and Soraya's story could be much bigger than what we're doing and seeing on Dynamite. We'll talk about that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The acclaimed, the hottest tag team right now, no longer your AEW world tag team champions. Tommy, what did you think of that main event from Dynamite last night? I will always, always go to one Roddy Piper. Just when everyone thinks they have all the answers, I change the questions. Last night, the Twitter was a buzz. Twitter was so angry. Um, if you think about the acclaim, what do they say? Everybody loves the acclaim. And what did they end the show with? It's called heat. And people were upset. And then everyone turns to social media and they start, you know, cutting it up, blah, 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 blah. It was made to make you have this visceral reaction of anger and you got worked. And that's the good thing. So if you put down your Twitter machines and you just go and enjoy wrestling for what it is, and that was set to make you angry. It worked. It was accomplished. So I don't understand it because when people think they're all so smart, these are the ways that you're proven wrong. Or as my partner would say here, wrong. So this is a probably a much larger story. Um, and there's always more money. And if we called Ricky Morton up right now, there's more money in the chase. And when somebody's also an undeserving champion or an undeserving tag team champion, you just want to see your baby faces kick the living crap out of them. And yes, there's different ways you could have gone about this. I was hoping and praying at the end, Bowens would kick out for another little dip. But at the end of the day, someone that we all love, this act that we all really, really get into, got screwed. And that's what it was simply all about, which is great. And you just mentioned the act. The act is still together. A lot of people thought that Billy Gunn was going to turn on the acclaim. That did not happen last night. So that act that is is hot is going to stay intact at least it looks like for the time being. And Bully, it's very rare that you see a show end the way that that show ended last night, meaning that the boos were so loud when that show was over last night. And for good reason, obviously, because they loved the acclaimed so much. So what did you think of the match? What did you think of the end? And what did you think of that El Paso, cla- El Paso crowd and how loud they were at the end of that show? Well, we don't have to call Ricky Morton because I'm here and I'm better than Ricky Morton, but not as good as Bobby Eaton. So 
um, when it comes to the match last night, um, what Tommy just mentioned about social media is dead on balls accurate. All right. And my Twitter lit up with people complaining about the finish so much that I actually had to go watch it again. I'm like, what did I miss? Did they screw something up? Was, did they, I hate using this word, but did they botch the finish? Was somebody out of place? Did the referee see something it wasn't supposed to? I went back and I watched it and I was like, I'm saying to myself, what's everybody complaining about? And then I realized it's AEW fans, fans, petulant child AEW fans bitching, moaning, and complaining because their team lost. Oh, that finish was horrible. That's an awful way to do the finish. No, as Tommy said, it's called heat. A team got screwed over behind the referee's back with a belt shot, yada, yada. That exact finish, Tommy, correct me if I'm wrong, that exact finish where that 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 belt shot into that roll up that's been doing that been done for a hundred years and will be yeah. done a hundred more it, and it, it worked a hundred years ago it worked last night it's going to work for a hundred more it's just that fans these days can't accept when they get something that they don't want well i'm a massive acclaimed fan and they shouldn't be losing so what are they supposed to do stay champions forever of, it's it, it's time for the acclaimed to the acclaimed are going to be more over next Wednesday for getting screwed last night. And the idea is to be more over the belts don't mean anything. They're going to mean more when the acclaimed chase them. Also, Dave, uh, yesterday we talked about so many spots on the card. We talked about right thing when we were talking about the, the turn with toxic attraction. If we could learn a lot of things from yesterday, we realize how important Billy Gunn is to that group. When we also talk about things, backstage segment with the scissor me daddy, the fans, it doesn't get as a reaction, which is key to that act. So if you do something that doesn't get a reaction, it will, especially on TV, lessen that reaction. So know that I can't do that anymore back there because it's all about the fans, especially with that group. We only have had really one or two performers that really can captivate you where they're doing a backstage and the people are as loud as they are in front of the camera. The one is The Rock. And when you would see Jonathan Coachman or Michael Cole and Rock would pause and you would hear the Rocky, Rocky, or he would be like, if you smell, and the people would just scream it out so loud from the building, you yep. would hear it during the thing. So that is one important thing that you learn from that, as well as if you split up Billy with the acclaimed, it's going to hurt the act because he is a key cog to that because that that thing out there is big. If Again, some of the things could have been done bigger. I would have had Billy go out there scissor me daddy in the ring here. And then he goes to the back to let his guys do the fighting. That's just me match was, was designed for heat. And I think about 
And I'm looking at the man who still gets a lot of heat, still gets a lot of heat with me. But the night they broke Beulah's neck, your baby face was handcuffed to the ropes and they made him watch as they broke his girlfriend's neck. And she never came back to wrestling again. And people wanted her to come back. And, and she never came back again. And the Sandman was down and Spike was down. Everybody was laid out and you had these three. And they broke a female's neck, injured her for real. And she wasn't coming back. And I think of that moment and I was like, if that would have happened today, oh my God. Like there would have been such an upheaval but it doesn't have to be because it was d- that by design. I was I was pretty shocked this morning because you guys were talking about how your social media blew up. When the show was over last night, I went to bed. So when that match was over, I turned off my TV and I went to bed. And I actually went to bed with a, with a smile on my face because I thought that was really like a moment to hear a crowd that loud and not yeah, booing honey. because and not booing because of like you know, something went wrong. Like you were saying, bully, where you went to your social media and said, boy, did I miss something? Let me go back and see. No, they were booing because they are so emotionally invested in the acclaimed and they were disappointed. It's like their favorite team went losing the Super Bowl. Like that's the reaction. I thought that I heard from that El Paso crowd last night when I went to have faces. Yes. They were so disappointed and in shock. They were in shock. They even mouth like, and I tweeted it. You know, as it was happening, a fan saying, like, what the fuck just happened? Like, this, like, jaws dropping. You know? That's I haven't what's supposed seen re- to happen. Yes, I haven't seen a reaction like that. I'm not comparing it. I haven't seen a re- reaction like that from fans since The Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. Great call. Seriously. But, Seriously. But when, but when did this shift happen amongst wrestling fans where once the jaws drop in disappointment or shock, when did they start getting mad and start complaining like that's a horrible finish and not getting mad and saying, I can't wait until my team gets the tag team titles back? I, bully, I, I, I could be wrong, and this is, this is what I think. It, I really do think it's the vocal minority. I think it's like because it's social media and because it's being posted I I listen there were thousands of fans in that arena last night that had their jaws drop you know but on social media I think it's just that vocal minority it can't be the majority at least I hope it's not the majority it can't uh, here's, be Here's another thing that bothers me about like with the unfair um status uh, of professional wrestling. I watched all quiet on the Western front on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And there is a a brutal, brutal scene where two soldiers are fighting hand to hand combat. And he stabs the guy graphically repeatedly in the heart and the guy's not dying. And he's realizing that he just killed a man. And then he takes mud and he's shoving it, trying to smother this guy who's already dying. And he then starts having remorse and like all this stuff. And I'm like, this is such a heavy scene when the then he goes into the guy's wallet and he sees the guy's got a wife and kid and he's crying on the hill, this battlefield of the. And it was just like, I'm like, this is such a heavy scene. But then I don't go like to social media and be like, I'm never going to watch Netflix or how bad did Netflix 
botched this movie. And you know what? This movie's up for an Academy Award. And that finish and should have been up for an Academy Award for how they took you on this emotional roller coaster. Because when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, man, that was a brutal scene. And then all of a sudden, when the guy's choking and he starts shoving mud in his mouth to 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 choke a guy who's and I was just like, yeah. oh, my God. But the, it showed like also how hard it is. One person's will to live another person having to deal with this. And the movie wasn't even over. Last night was and a good these are tag real match. things that people went through. Yep. Last anyway. night was a good tag match. It was yeah, a good tag I, match. It was a it was a well executed finish. The the ass boys have their first AEW tag team championships. Both of those kids work very hard. Uh, the, their dad works very hard to instill the right qualities in the ring. They both have tons of charisma. They they look the part. They act the part. They work the part. They bump their asses off. I cannot say enough positive things about uh, Colton and uh, Austin Gunn, uh, as I can't say enough good things about Billy Gunn. And if I could uh, bottle Billy Gunn's sweat, I would shoot it directly uh, into my own veins. And I don't think I'd pass a wellness uh, test. But yeah, Billy Gunn looks better than just about anybody else in the business. And he's 117 years old. Uh, Great finish last night. Good job uh, by both teams. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I heard that promo last night. Actually, it's more about what I saw from that promo last night than what I actually heard. And I said to myself, you know what? And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but I want to get your take on me. I want to get your take, Bully. I was like, all right, this is now AEW definitively saying we're an alternative to the WWE, which it was always supposed to be from day one. But it's also like we're an adult-oriented product. This is this is the this is the gauge. This is the age group that we're going after. And you know, bully, when you heard that promo and you saw that promo, you probably agree with me too. Like, you know, the WWE, a family-oriented product, very PG product. Uh there's no blood, there's no foul language, you know? They tell their stories in a completely different way. AEW is saying, "You know what?" We're an adult-oriented product, and this is how we're going to present our pro wrestling. Am I right? I agree. Yeah. And I have no problem with that. Once again, see, it's very difficult to not compare AEW to ECW. ECW, politically incorrect and damn proud of it. Last night, MJF was politically incorrect and damn proud of it. The whole company at times is politically incorrect. They get away with things in AEW. They get away with things on social media that most of the IWC would lambast the WWE for doing. Could you imagine if the if, so, if somebody in the WWE did what MJF did last night? It, it, first of all, bully, it would never happen. But if it did happen, it, there would be an uproar. 
There is no doubt about it. They'd be it. talking about disparaging women and how could you say that? They would be going off. But it happened in AEW, so everybody's like, oh, social media stays away from it. Well, I mean, to a point, there were a lot of people. But again, that's why I'm, I'm – this is the thing. They are they are making the statement that we are geared towards a different audience than the WWE because obviously – As they should be. Yeah, and, and, and Bully, thank you. As they should be. We don't need another WWE. We already have a WWE, and you ain't touching it. Like, you know, this is the WWE. It is, it is like I always say, the captain of the ship. It's the number one pro wrestling company in the world. If you're really going to find your audience and you're going to really find your niche in the pro wrestling community, you have to be different, and you have to have the product geared completely different. Tommy... You know, and like my bully, you just said ECW. That's what made ECW so great. Because what was that ECW audience? You know, I was online, you know, at the ECW arena to get in. What were we, what were we chanting as fans waiting to get in that building? We were chanting, fuck WWF and fuck WCW. But we would also, as fans, run through a wall for ECW. That was our brand. That was our company. You know, I would drive three and a half hours to Philadelphia to go to the ECW arena to watch that show. Probably wouldn't do that for WCW. Actually, I did for WCW. But I wouldn't do that for mostly everything. But you would do it for ECW because it was our company. It was for us. This isn't for the 5-year-old or the 10-year-old that was cosplaying as Hulk Hogan. This was our company. This was geared towards us. It was unapologetic. And I feel like AEW needs to be that way as well. You need to find your niche, run with it, and go with the somewhat parameters. Here's what I was talking about before, like the unfair standards. How do we, that story may not even be true. When you watch a movie or you watch something, they're like, you know, uh, what's coming out? Uh, Cocaine Bear. Everyone's talking about Cocaine Bear. And it is based upon a true story. If you read about Cocaine Bear, what really is a Cocaine Bear? A bear got into cocaine and he died. That's the, but then now there's going to be, is that a movie? No, this bear is going to go on uh, this insane killing spree because you have to fill in an hour plus. Um, and if I could peel back the curtain a little bit more, everybody, I'm, I'm, if you're driving, please pull over. If you're at work, please just pay attention. Um, Ole and Arn Anderson aren't brothers. Um, Balls Mahoney wasn't kicked out of, uh, amateur wrestling for punching the referee in the face. Um, these are things that have been, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about the undertaker and Kane? You know what even else, Bubba? I'm sorry, because I know you live in your own world. You and Devon are not brothers. Shut up. Blasphemy. So these are stories that are told, and then people want to take it what is it is for real when it is not so much. And you have to realize that you're watching a professional wrestling show, and that's the entertainment part of the sport of professional wrestling. So you can't like, cause I saw a lot of people going at MJF for exactly that comment. If I'm going to talk MJF, I'm going to talk about 
what I said before, very few people can get reactions from a live crowd that are as loud as if you're in that. And when he did that simple gesture, what a reaction that he got. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Now, a story that I think everybody can get emotionally invested in as well is the story that's going on with Dr. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, AEW Women's Champion, and what's going on with Soraya and Tony Storm. I think there's a big story to tell with them. It's kind of the AEW homegrowns against the outsiders, Tommy. But this is where I go back to what Bully's saying about storytelling, like... When you're telling a story, you got to get detailed. You have to go in deep. You have to hear from the characters and personalities that are involved in the stories. This story is going, but I have yet to get emotionally invested in the story. What do you think about what's going on with Soraya and Tony Storm right now? Uh, I would watch the WWE ECW TV show with the new breed versus the originals. There was some pretty good storytelling in that and really made you feel for the original ECW talent and made you want to see that succeed. Uh, even though the underlining thing was they were never meant to succeed. Or um, if you can take something and I, and I say this all the time, watch the movie mean girls, you have the mean girls and you have your good girls And it's such an easy way to get people behind, you know, um, get them behind your originals and get them to hate your outsiders. And, you know, to bully say that packet that that backstage did not further the storyline for what it was. There's there's so many better places you can go. But then we now go to match time in you know for an entire show but if you it's you cannot go i don't want to say half-assed if you're gonna go this route you need to go all in think of the time that wwe promo time gives their segments to the women you have to be able to i mean put those two girls in in an interview segment in front of that live crowd and say, Hey, if there's ever a time to get heat, you have to do this now. And that's what and I, you, that's what I want. That's where Tommy. it goes. Yes. Because the story that's being told is kind of in my own mind. Like it hasn't really played out on TV. I don't know really what the story they're playing out on TV. I'm making it up in my head because, you know, as of right now, Jamie and Jamie Hader and Dr. Britt Baker are still heels. I know they're over with the crowd and the crowd cheers them because they are AEW homegrown, but there hasn't been any kind of character or personality change with those two women where it makes me want to cheer for them. But at the same time, Soraya and, and, and Tony Storm are like beating down women. They're spray painting them and everything. But I have not heard from Tony Storm and I haven't really heard from Soraya. Where's that promo? 
Where's that promo from Soraya where she's saying, guys, I was out for five years. I never thought I was going to wrestle again. I finally got cleared from the doctor to wrestle, and I chose AEW. I chose to come back, and I chose to come here as my home. And instead of cheering and embracing me, you turned your back on me for Dr. Britt Baker. What has she ever accomplished? I've been in WrestleManias. I've wrestled in front of 80,000 fans. I won championship titles on Monday Night Raw. And all you did, and you people turned your back. Like, where's that moment? There, that moment hasn't happened. I haven't heard from anybody. Do you know what you just set up? Do you know what What's you that? just set up? Yeah. What? Do you know what you just set up? What? Rocky sucks. Rocky sucks. Think of, he had that moment. He was given that opportunity to, it's, hey, sink or swim. And he, you know, he talks about it on his TV show, but that was a defining moment to get your heel over. And if it isn't going to get over, eh, that's why I said you either, you got to fully commit or just not, it's the proverbial dip your toe in the cold water, or do you just go and run in and jump into the cold pool to, to, Hey, I got to get used to it. Um, you defined it greatly just like that, but you have to see where that takes you there it's as simple as any sport it's home team versus away and you know what the only thing that really has to hook you into it a ruby soho because which side would she go and how do we get her in it and if she chooses the side of aew man and she's the one who delivers that promo. I came here because I was misused by the other place because I, I had se- low self-esteem stuff. She's come on and, on this show and said, but AEW fans and, and AEW lifted me up when I needed it lifted. All we friggin' just heard that promo on Monday night raw about the American dream, dusty roads, same exact promo, except dusty wasn't cutting it. His son. And if it's Ruby and Ruby is saying, you gave me something that I was lacking because when I looked in the mirror, I was lacking something. It was confidence. And I can't thank you. And I will frigging bleed my last drop of blood for this company for what you did for me. Now we love the AEW people. We hate the outsiders and anybody. We did that in ECW with every single person who came in. And, you know, I had a T-shirt, this blood is for you, because I did bleed every drop of blood that I had for the company. And then you also, it's a different time, but you have people who have done that, hence why you establish who your top baby faces are and your top heels. Then Um, if it's not coming, Tommy, then if it's not coming from Soraya, then I need to hear it from Britt Baker. I need Britt Baker to go into the ring with the microphone and say, you know what, Soraya, fuck you. What have you? Whatever you accomplished, is you didn't accomplish it here. This is yep. a completely different home, and these fans she's don't not give a, a sympathetic shit. character. And you need that to tie this all in. You need the character. Like, what if you have this? This you do. You have it. It's right in front of you. You have Ruby. Man, you were you were you were with us in WWE. Think of all the great times we had. Think of all the the anything you want to say. Think of how better fans we used to wrestle in front of. Boo. It's right there, man. Bully, 
you know, I want to talk about the story. And, and again, I'm, I don't even know if you can call it a story at this point, what's going on with Soraya and Tony Storm and the rest of the women's division. It's you know, filler. Yeah, I mean, and it, Bully, I agree with you, but it doesn't need to be. I think this could be a major story with AEW. And I think there's a lot of chapters that could be told in this story. But you have to have, again, we haven't heard from Tony Storm. Why? Why did Tony do well what last she night? Did? She said loser. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And Tommy, uh, I, I appreciate you earlier trying to like soften the blow for me, but I don't want my blow softened. When you try to said, well, Bully said that you know they really didn't advance the storyline last night. My me saying that the segment, the backstage segment was awful, had nothing to do with advancement of storyline. It was all about execution. And if Tommy, would you agree that whenever you're putting on a TV show, you should you should always assume that there are there is a portion of the audience who's never seen your product before who might be tuning in for the first time, right? Correct. They pulled in Leva Bates. Who's Leva Bates? Yeah, the AEW faithful know who Leva is, but nobody else is going to know. And and they beat up Leva in such a non-believable way. And Leva's on the ground going, ooh, ah, eh, eh, eh. Like, it just wasn't good. Like, you had two minutes of TV time to do a beatdown on basically a... Uh, 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 an underdog baby face civilian as character you could have beat the shit out of her a lot worse than what you did or you could have embarrassed her a lot worse than what you did you could have went violent or you could have went beautiful people and tagged her and bagged her but what they did tony storm gave her a forearm to the back she goes down the kicks were awful if you have prime real estate, utilize it better. I don't think that did anything for anybody. I don't hate Tony Storm and Soraya anymore that last last night. And I definitely agree with Dave. This could be a huge story for the entire women's division. I just hey. don't I just don't see, see where they're well, going with it. With the time allotted. But but we have to give it Dad, I'm sorry. Go. No, go. No, no, okay, please. This is also where you can make somebody or what WWE really did well was they made you remember. And if, to Bubba's point, Leva hasn't been on television in a long, long time. If this was in front of a, uh, a very, very awesome crowd and cutting their promo, ripping up AEW, here comes Leva. Excuse me. Um, for those who don't know, I've been here since day one. And yeah, you'll see me on dark. You could quickly tell her story to make people care for her. Yeah. Yes. And this innocent doe walks by these two lionesses and she says they could say one other thing. She delivers the one hit boom. And then the numbers game beat her up. And then here come another two women and they run away. And then once that happens, I also now care about the person that just got beat up and tagged as well as I'm putting a little bit of fuel on this fire. These are just different ways to go about it. Like I said, a Rocky sucks moment. You have to commit full, but then it's like, okay, what do I cut out on a really, really good show? 
So, and I get it. It's hard. Then don't do it. Then don't, 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 then don't even go to, then don't even have the segment. Like if you're not going to go all in, you're not going to explain it. It's not going to be detailed. There's not going to be depth to it. Then, then don't even have it on the, don't even have it on the show at all. Dave, when, when Renee, when, um, Soraya called in Leva Bates and she, and she should have said, Leva, you agree with us. Don't you? That's where Leva could have just went. No, I've been in AEW since day one, and I love AEW. Right there. That's Boom. it. She's made. Now I understand why she's getting punched by Tony Storm from behind. If you wanted to go another route, here come your the two mean girls start bullying Leva. Here come two baby faces, some AEW originals. They come to do the business, and Leva turns. And Leva says, I've been here since day one. When was the last time you saw me on television? When was the last time, blah, 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 blah. Now this person that's not even on TV, I now hate. How do you turn against the company we love? There's so many different angles you could have go, gone. What's the matter, Dave? You no, it's, no, because I'm watching it back now as we're talking about <laughs> it. And like, like they show this, this backstage interview happens after Jamie Hayter's match. And Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter are going up, are leaving the ring. And that's when they go to this interview in the back, right? And then they destroy Bates, and she's laid out, and they spray paint L on her, and they call her a loser. Then they go back to Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker walking up the ramp. They could give two shits about what just happened. Like, they, go, they don't think, give a shit. Hang on, hang on. I think during that match, uh, Bunny got hurt on the suplex. They went home early because they were killing time a lot, and they were not shooting the ring. I think okay. Bunny got hurt for real. And then they were kind of just scrambling, scrambling. Okay. All right. But because a lot of different ways to go about it and uh, hopefully they do. If not, you know, because the, the best part about it is all those women can deliver. They could deliver with promos. They could deliver in the ring and you, but you have to fully freaking commit on dynamite. Followed up on Rampage. Mark Henry said something that was so brilliant and really made me like think about it. It was a couple of weeks ago. And he was just like, think of how many times repetitiveness. Think of how many times you would see Steve Austin. He would open the show. He would give a stunner. He would do this. He would give enough. And you'd still wait till he either came out at the end and delivered another stunner or and or were taken away. And that repetitiveness, which keeps people over, you know, and I was like, wow, I didn't see that. But Mark grew up in that system. I I mean, I purposely went and I watched random television shows for wrestling when I'm trying to produce or get ideas. And I'd be like, Stone Cold Steve Austin appeared six times in one show because he was the most over baby face that there was. And the crowd never got sick of him. It was awesome. And that like that's why like everybody but loves the acclaimed. But we also knew Steve Austin was our ultimate baby face. He was our ultimate ass kicker. How many times have we still waited to see Steve Austin deliver perhaps the worst stunner on Vince McMahon? And we still talk about it. it's the greatest yeah. feud in wrestling. Yep. But it wasn't the execution. And this is why, like, when I will put him over, it's the story. Because Vince taking stunners was horrible. But the story of it all was the beauty part of it. 
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.